بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهداه يقول الله تبارك وتعالى إن الذين آمنوا والذين هادوا والنصارى والصابئين من آمن بالله واليوم الآخر وعمل صالحا فلهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الله سبحانه وتعالى says what it means Verily those who believed and those who are Jews and Christians and Sabians, the Sabians whoever believes in Allah and the last day and does righteous good deeds shall have their reward with Allah on them shall be no fear nor shall they grieve this is ayah number 62 from Surah Al-Baqarah this ayah by the way is the one of the most misunderstood ayahs in the entire Quran one of the most misinterpreted ayah in the entire Quran, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a great deal of, I would say, injustice, a great deal of misunderstanding in regards to this ayah. This ayah is again one, uh, number 62 from Surah Al-Baqarah. The ayah before that, we did talk about the story of um, Bani Israel and Musa alayhi salam and um, uh, a lot of information we did talk about when Musa alayhi salam asked um, for water for the sake of his nation and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to uh, strike with his staff the, the, the boulder or the stone and the water started coming out and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said eat and drink from whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided you with and do not cause mischief in the land. And then later on how they said, Oh Musa, we cannot be patient with only one type of food, so ask your Lord to give us this and that. Okay, we talked about this. And today Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about four groups of people in this ayah. Right? Four groups of people. And then... If they meet three conditions, very important also to remember those conditions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the ayah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if they meet those uh, three conditions, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is offering them something that is very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising them that they will be saved. They will be saved from Allah's punishment. There will be no fear on them whatsoever on the day of resurrection and no grief. The four groups of people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about, Amanu, those who believed, and then Hadu, the Jews, and Nasara, the Christians, and As-Sabi'een. We are very familiar with the first three groups, but the fourth one, As-Sabi'een, who are As-Sabi'een? They call them in English the Sabians. Did you hear this before? Sabians? Do you know anything about them? The, the ones that are uh, the original 
ها؟ Okay. Oh, so yes. So you said you're talking about a group of people who never received a message by any prophet. Okay, that is true. This is one of the, this is one of the the sayings and the opinions of the scholars as sabiin. Those who never received a message by any prophet. This is number one. This is the first opinion. The second opinion, some scholars consider them the followers of Ibrahim السلام, but they ended up worshipping stars and fire. But the, some of them, the scholars consider them the followers of Ibrahim السلام. Others consider them a sect from the people of the book who used to read Az Zabur, the book of Az Zabur, the book of Dawood السلام. Okay, yes. And some of them said, as Brother Wise said, they did not receive any revelation, so they remained living on their fitrah. Fitrah meaning they just believed in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without receiving any revelation whatsoever from any prophet. And all of them are very, very, very valid opinions. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالنَّصَارَ وَالصَّابِئِينَ so these are the four groups of people that Allah is talking about. The three conditions. What are the three conditions? To believe in, in Allah. Last day, act righteously. Man amana billah, wal yawmil akhir wa amila saliha. To believe in Allah, the last day, and you act righteously. You perform righteous good deeds. And what is the offer? فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ They will have their reward with Allah. No fear nor grief will be upon them at all. And uh, many people take this ayah and they say, as long as you believe in God and some kind of, what they call it, afterlife, and then you are a good person, then you're good to go. You are good to go. That is true. That's, uh, and to be honest with you, we're not really uh, questioning the intention of anyone whatsoever. But I feel that something deserved to be clarified and a confusion needs to be removed in regards to this ayah, especially this ayah. Some people, they say, okay, just to believe in God is enough. You believe in the afterlife. You act righteously. How you act righteously? Allah knows best what kind of righteous good deeds they're talking about. Just to be a good person. A good person, according to my definition, could be different than yours. Who defines good deeds and bad deeds? Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need somebody to define what is good and what is evil. Otherwise, the definition of good varies from one country to another, to another country. And then... One of the biggest mistake that is many people actually do or commit, when you read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a surah. Do not read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as an ayah. Read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a book. Got meaning? If you take just one ayah like this, just one ayah like this. Without reading what came before this ayah. 
what came after this ayah. So you, you disregarded everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. You disregarded what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said before, and then you disregarded what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying after it, and then you're taking the ayah completely out of its context, and you say this is what it means, then this is a great deal of injustice to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In order for us to understand the Quran, because every single ayah of the Quran is connected to the ayah before it, the ayah after it, the surah that comes after it. So that's why it's important to read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a book, one piece. You didn't just take one ayah from the Quran and you say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this, and based on that, you just explain it the way you want. And most of the time, this ayah is to be honest, we explained in a way that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just a few ayahs before we talked about this, Allah says clearly, وَلَا تَلْبِسُوا الْحَقَّ بِالْبَاطِلِ Do not mix the truth with, with uh, falsehood. Right after it, وَلَا تَشْتَرُوا بِآيَاتِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا Do not sell my ayat for a small price. Do not sell them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that there will be a group of people from this ummah who will come, subhanAllah, who will come. They will take the ayat of Allah azza wa jal. They will take the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will explain them in a way that fits a particular agenda. And that is very true. Just for the sake of pleasing certain elements, out of fear for people, out of fear of certain elements, out of fear of backlash, they will take this ayah and explain it in a way just to make it more pleasable to everybody. And if anything in the Quran that sounds what they call it politically incorrect, whether they will twist it or not talk about it in the first place. And there is something that is so, so dangerous. And, and people, the problem is that they mix it between two things. They mix it between what is called freedom of religion. What does it mean freedom of religion? Yes, Islam gives a freedom of religion. There is no one can deny this. Islam tells you there is no force in the religion. If somebody decides to go and worship shaitan, you're free to go. But does it mean that worshiping shaitan is a good thing? People think Allah gives us the freedom of religion. So whatever you choose is approved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is subhanallah, that's, this is very serious matter. And people use this word, the freedom of religion. Allah says there is no force in the religion. Okay, that means everything you choose, is, it, it, any way, any path you take, it will lead you to Allah. This one people think that there are so many ways, you decide to reach Allah, to go to Allah this way, this way also will take you to Allah, another way will take you, all of them are good. It's one meal, you have to put pepper and salt, and you cannot cook the meal only with one thing. This is what people say all the time. It has to be, subhanAllah, this is yani, a very, very dangerous issue. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ Just as we said, read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a book. If you remember before, I gave probably three halakas or two about the conditions of La ilaha illallah and the conditions of Muhammad Rasulullah. All of them from the Quran. And I said, when you say Muhammadur Rasulullah, there are five conditions. 
If one of them is missing, then your belief in the Prophet is probably not complete or can, 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 what, what, can even ruin your entire faith. We said number one, when you say Muhammad Rasulullah, okay, then you believe that Allah chose Muhammad Allah knows with whom to place his message. You believe in the universality of the message. This is very important one. Universality of the message. Not only for one group of people, not only for one country, for every single human being. You are for everyone, O oh Muhammad. You believe in the completeness of the message. You believe in the finality of the message. The message is final. No more messages after it. And you believe that in, in, in the infallibility of the Prophet, the isma of the Prophet, meaning he did not make a single mistake in the message of Allah. He conveyed it in its entirety. When you look at the, the ayah that came right before this, just one line before, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ that is because they used to disbelief in the ayat of Allah Azza wa Jal. Look, the word yakfurun, kufr is mentioned here. Right? Kufr is mentioned here in the ayat. But it's not kufr in Allah. It's not even kufr in the last day. Allah says, yakfuruna bi ayatillah. Kufr in the ayat of Allah. The revelation of Allah. And the question is, where do the ayat of Allah come from? And how do the ayat of Allah reach people? Yes, but how you get the ayat of Allah Azzajal? Does it come to you directly? Through the prophets of Allah. That means but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, in order for you to believe in the ayat of Allah Azzawajal, or you cannot believe in the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without believing in the one who's delivering it. How can you get the ayat without believing in the one who brought you those ayat? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right before this ayah telling us that they used to believe in the ayat of Allah and disbelieving in the ayat of Allah is directly disbelieving in the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this ayah, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالنَّصَارَ وَالصَّابِئِينَ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلِيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ يَحْزَنُمْ And subhanallah, and the, the, to say this with great sadness, the only people, or uh, there is a group of people that believe that whoever does good will go to Jannah, you will only find that group of people among Muslims only. Not anywhere else. <coughs> Actually, if you talk to the Christians, they are so strict and they say it clear because when I, I had a, a lot of conversation, but one of the most interesting conversation with a, with a pastor happened a few months ago, three hours straight in the office. And he told me clearly, in Islam, who goes to Jannah? Who goes to paradise? I said, okay, before I answer this question, in Christianity, who goes to Jannah? And he clearly and openly said, According to my book, if you do not accept Jesus Christ, 
then Jannah is forbidden for you. I said, according to my book, if you don't accept Muhammad as the last prophet, the same thing. That's the exact same thing. What you have is what I have. You talk to the Jews, they will give you the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Subhanallah, and there is no, there is no, they're not afraid to say it. I attended one of the interfaith events, interfaith events, and the priest was, before he start, he said, as a priest, uh, we have no problem at all working together, uh, cooperating together, doing this together, fighting for social justice, this and that. That's, we all agree on this. We all agree on this. But one thing I will never compromise. He said it clearly in front of hundreds of people. He said, one thing I will not compromise. My faith in Jesus Christ, and this is the only way to salvation. This is the only way to salvation, meaning this is the only way, according to my faith, that will take you to paradise or to heaven. In front of hundreds of people, he said it clearly, subhanAllah. Now when we come, subhanAllah, to Islam, sometimes because for some reason we compromise a lot. But the Quran is so clear about it that the, the message of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is not, a, is not optional is not a choice. It's not uh, you take it or you don't take it as long as you're good, don't worry about it. This is, does not exist in the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Deen is deen. And this deen is the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, with all due respect, work together. We come to visit you, you come visit us. We fight together against the injustice, this and that. But at the end of the day, yes, I have this. And I have to be very firm upon it. And I cannot compromise this. This has to be there has to be there. But this is subhanAllah, unfortunately not the case in so many, in so many situations. Anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالنَّصَارَى وَالصَّابِئِينَ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَهُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ The last thing I told you before, when it comes to the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, if you present the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without compromises, right? Because in order for anyone to have a desire for this book, let's be honest, in order for anyone to have a desire for the Quran, they must see something different and special. If at the end of the day, we all the same, we all the same, right? No difference, you're good, I'm good, he's good, you're right, I'm right, he's right, everyone at the end were just taking one path different, then people will never ever even bother to open the Quran. Because, oh, okay. People will come to read this book when they see something different and something special about the book of Allah Azza wa That's why people do not understand that. When you present the book of Allah Azza wa the teachings of the Quran, after يعني, what they call it deep and have a study without compromises, that book will be well received. Well received because everything in it makes a perfect sense. This is not my message nor your message. This is Allah's message and Allah's words. And it's, we should be very clear. Yes, we have this. 
We have what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. Allah does not forbid you at all. We have been commanded by Allah to have good relationship with you, to work together. To, we have a great deal of attention in the Quran has been paid to dealing with non-Muslims. A great deal of attention. Hundreds of uh, ahadith about their rights and that. But there's one thing that we have to be clear about it. And this is one, two, three. Doesn't mean that's it. You practice, you decide to practice, but I have to be firm upon my beliefs, my practices, and I cannot compromise this or change this for anyone whatsoever. And this is, inshallah ta'ala, something that I believe that we must teach this to our children. Very, very important. Especially the, the five conditions of, the mess, of the, 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 our belief in the Prophet sallallahu Allah knows with whom to place his message. The universality of the message is the most important one. The completeness of the message, the finality of the message, and the message was conveyed in its entirety and nothing was left out. Nothing was left out. And this is the ayah number 62. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant all of us deep understanding in the religion. Allahumma ameen. Barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khayra. Any question, inshallah?